boys and girls, only episode 47 of the Happy Accident Podcast, isn't it? It's uh, me, old franchise, that has Liam. Alright. Same, same again. Same again, are you? Same again, same again. Back hot, in hot seat. Hot damn. Oh. Hot damn. How have you been, Liam? Are you there working hard or hardly working? I hardly work. I mean, I always turn up. Well, that's, 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 uh... That's a precursor to doing anything. It's half the battle, isn't it? Half the battle is turning uh, up, and knowing is half the battle. No, yeah, working, working's just, just, just a fad, isn't it? Just a fad. Just a, people are going to wake up soon. They are working. We're having a revolution here. Robots can do all of this shit. Fuck that, man. I'm looking at work. Like, what job couldn't a robot do? An artist. A robot couldn't be an artist. You've done it. You've got it in a wanna. I can't think of another the job. Only, the only job I need to know how to do. Because that's the only job a, a robot couldn't. It's the only job I want to do. <laughs> now I'm thinking, what, what what couldn't a robot do, realistically? Think? No, robots can think. Algorithms and all that. Ah, it's all... It's all uh, it's all logic, um, logic and algorithm based. There's loads. I'm sure with the stuff. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? You need people to t- to to make these robots. Oh, you do, you do. Or you get a robot to make these robots. You need people to build the first robot building robot. And then you've got to ask yourself the question: What's like if people aren't working? How do you pay for anything? Like you'd have a fuck ton more free time to do like things that you loved, like say sport or whittling or Spots. playing the spoons. Here's one of them things that really grinds my fucking. You know what grinds my gears? God, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that. It's a bit cliche. Oh, I'm not like I'm. I'm absolutely fine. Like referencing Family Guy. Um. People who get good at sport. <laughs> People who <laughs> What's your job? Uh, I I jump. <laughs> I jump in sand pits. I uh, I uh, jump like really far I'm, in a sand pit. I'm really good at running a hundred meters and every four steps jumping over a hurdle. I jump over fucking gates essentially. Oh, oh! What's your job? I'm a professional diver. I jump in the pools of water for a living. (laughs) I can make my body twist and turn and enter a body of water, causing very little mess. They're the motherfuckers who get knighthoods, though, innit? I know, they're they're dropping MBEs on them fuckers out there. (laughs) Government spending and uh, sports has fucking plummeted after the Olympics, but uh, before that... They were shoving tempo notes up everyone's arse. what, What could you possibly be good at? If I throw some money at you, will you get good at it? The dirty little bastards. So, I... Where, where, what's I that didn't know. Hardly working. Hardly working, hardly working. I've been working too much this week. Like, do you know what it is? Like, I flew home after doing that overtime. I've been doing the heavy overtime this week. On that heavy overtime. Getting that good... Getting that good Xbox One X money. Did you see the fucking E3, by the way? You know, did last I week I said it was going to be no, A3 was coming up. I did. I seen, and then you sent us a message yesterday. Aye. Something about it. Aye. That's why I was still stuck in work. And then I, I kind of just put it to me 
back of my mind because I didn't know what was. As soon as I read Xbox, that was it. turned off. I'm no longer. I'm no longer a part of this conversation. Just, nah, gone. Just unfriended us on Facebook. Back on Sky News. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's been E3 this week. The Electronic Entertainment Expo. Right. And it's like it's huge on the old gaming calendar because it's where the big companies, Sony, PlayStation, Microsoft, Xbox, Nintendo, Whatever. fucking Mario and Pokemon and that. And then, like, big developers like EA, Ubisoft, Bethesda, they all come and they just do, like, a little showcase. Just like, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, here's what's uh, here's what's coming out in the next, uh, you'd think, year. But most of them this year have been, like, here's what's coming out next year. But they just drop them tasty trailers for games mm-hmm. they've been building for that new, them new games. And then uh, Microsoft only went and dropped the fucking Xbox One X. What What's... It's what most, is it? It's the most powerful console ever made. Well, I should hope so because it's going to cost it's us new. about four hundred and fifty quid. But uh, I want to see what the difference is between the last one and the next one. Say, if you don't have a four K television, probably nothing. Like this machine will upscale all of your original content which you've got now, so that plays at ten eighty p. Which oh is, my god, we're getting too complicated. You know, a HD. Aye. You know, a HD telly. If you've got a HD ready telly, Aye. that's seven twenty. Yep. If you've got a full HD telly, that motherfucker is ten eighty. Right. P, pixels. Yep. Right. I believe the P stands for pixels. I could be wrong. I've never looked into it, but it is pixel count on the screen. And then four K. Four K is like. So you'd get a new console. Yeah. To have better graphics. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah. unbelievable. Aye. But then I've got to buy a new telly and all. That's ridiculous. Well, I haven't got a 4K telly yet. I, so when they say the greatest console ever, mate. Ever, mate. Well, yeah, of course it is. Uh, like it's when I, when Apple bring out the most advanced iPhone yet. Uh, well, yeah, because all the other ones have like been in the past. I expect it to get better. <laughs> you expect. I don't. Constant I don't want you to evolving uh-huh. technology. I don't want you to to bring out a shitter phone. Like you <laughs> wouldn't be announcing that, would you? Imagine if they were just like the Apple iPhone eight. Great on two G. <laughs> Not as good as seven. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually put in a worse camera. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it coming. No internet. <laughs> I saw uh, that fucking A three dropped. So there's like Xbox One X came out, and I'm like, well, shit, I need that. And then I was like, well, fuck, I'm gonna have to get a four K. So my plan, my plan, an interim plan, right now, is four K telly on the catalogue. <laughs> remember, when, remember when people used to buy things on the catalogue? Aye, index. Aye, I'm gonna get a 4K telly out of the catalogue. If uh, if catalogues are still a thing, if not, I'll just have to look for some form of uh, like I remember buying like what was the last thing I bought out of the catalogue? It's probably like I think I needed a toaster, a pair of trainers, and like a fucking shirt. I so, rarely use a catalogue. I don't. Know. I- I'm, next, still, I'm next. still paying for them now. Like I bought them years ago. I'm still paying for them now. If you'd have just bought them outright, which I'm more than sure than that you could, instead mm. of the abundance of Kickstarter board games, you rack up. 
It's getting horrific. That like, I, th- I think I said last week I did it again. Oh, uh, you did. Uh, I've done it again. You did. Fucking done it again. Kind of stop myself. I think it's like an addiction. There's worse addictions to have, if I'm honest. Yes. But uh, it's an addiction nonetheless, and I just think, what could I have done with the money that I fucking? I'm not going to say wasted. I'm going to say fucking invested. Invested. See, invested is a better word because I know that, that implies last, that, that last I will one, sell it. That last one of the games that you bought is now selling for a fuck ton of money. Ah, oh, an ungodly sum. An ungodly sum. In fact, that one is going for quite a lot on the old eBay at the minute. And it's because I'm getting in on them Kickstarter exclusives, Liam. I get them things that you won't get if you buy at retail. Like this little box here that just has stretch goals on it. What is it? Goals that are stretched. <laughs> <laughs> like all of mine. <laughs> I, I, opened, <laughs> I opened it, right? Let's bust this open. Let's bust this open. Just while we're talking about my horrific addiction to buying, to backing things on Kickstarter at the minute. This thing here... It's full of stretch goals. <laughs> it looks like when so, you're fucking playing cards and so this, plastic this stretch, toys. These stretch goals included several plastic men. There's also a dog in there. Can you see there's a dog? There's an yeah. Alsatian. There's a plastic Alsatian in there. Um, then just just for the listeners, I'll, I'll try and describe it. Do you know when you were a, you had them little tiny army men the green army men on like sort of boards on when you were a kid Aye. pound pound shop army men Aye. that's what you just disc- that's what that is to anybody uh, to anybody but who's uh, anybody who's uh, an aficionado of the board game scene i believe we call them miniatures whatever oh. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a, a statue for something like looks like someone's shit tattoo yeah it looks like a shit tattoo these I opened these these is cards uh, I don't know what these do but I opened them gives them a right good finger and I did uh, nice. there's more of them cards these were also stretch goals um, <laughs> this one simply says stuff of nightmares on it which is essentially my bank balance <laughs> and on the back it says desperate measures which is what I fucking stoop to at the end of every month <laughs> when I have spent all my money on stretch goals, uh, we've got four different coloured dice, <laughs> different shapes and different colours. So, I, oh, I don't know what they do. I quite enjoy dice. I think it will be a good collector's item. I don't know what they do, though. I like that one. Looks like some sort of witchcrafty it hippie shit. It does look like a witchcrafty hippie shit. And then the final thing in this box that says stretch goals on it, uh, which links seamlessly into the latest Kickstarter thing I backed, was another what you referred to as a, a little army man, and I referred to as a as a miniature mm-hmm. for an upcoming game called The Lords of Hellas. Look at that! Look at that! Oh, it looks. Don't they look good? It it's like a minotaur with a robot arm. Uh, and then when I got I got him as a stretch goal, I was like, "All right, no worries. Um, you can have some more money, then I'll just have that as well." So I bought this Lords of Hellas. Because it told us to do it on the back of this box. See where it says Kickstarter. On I, I fucking hope you're investing in these pieces and they're not just... Uh... Nah. Nah. I mean, check eBay. Honestly, check eBay. Anything that I've bought of Kickstarter, I could... Not double, but I could definitely 
I could definitely get a re- an ROI, a return on my investment. There's that, there's that fucking nice. business degree kicking in. Uh, so, other than buying shit, what are you drinking? What, what you drinking what? this what week? Drinking? I'm drinking a Joker IPA, and it says it's wickedly hoppy. And can I just say, right on this tin here, of this Joker IPA, Williams Bros Brewing Company, produced straight out of that there Scotland, it does say on here that it has a fresh citrus aroma and bittersweet full flavour. This has been the first craft beer that I've put down my neck hole, where I've tasted citrusy notes. Nice. And uh, on a lot of craft beers, it says citrus on them, and I never taste the citrus. But this it. is the first one where I've got that citrus hit. Joker IPA. I uh, I am enjoy. I am enjoy. What you drink? What hashtag? What you drink? Hashtag Liam? what? What I'm drinking? Um, Beaver Town. Bloody L. Minus the H. Mm. Uh, Blood Orange. How very northern. Northern. Northern as fuck. Um, Blood Orange IPA. A blood orange IPA. Can I just say, having sampled your drink, obviously I didn't drink it out the same can. I don't want to. Well, I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? No. Poured it in a little glass. Had a mouthful. That is by far one of the nicest craft beers I've ever put in my mouth. Dig it. It's it's very good. On Dig it. Um, craft beer news. And in craft beer news, found a craft beer shop. Jesus H Christ. Don't even have to go to Marks. A better selection than Marksies. A better selection than anywhere I've ever seen. Aye. And it's in the arse end of a fucking street. Like, uh, it should have been a spa. That's what it is. It should have been a spa. The street you're talking about now, any any local denizens of the northeast will be aware of Chester Road. Yep. Or another name that it goes by. Which I won't use on this podcast because it could be deemed as a racial slur. It does have a high population of Muslims, Asian, Asians. Yeah, it's a, it's a mixed bag. It is. Well, it's it's not, good. It's just one bag. It's Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Let it's them like, live. Let them live. Get, let them live wherever the fuck they want. It's like, bothered. It's. Like kind of student population, Aye, and then there's a mosque there. Yeah. There's like yeah. so as you go further up the road, there's like fruiters and Aye, it's chippy, like a, and it's like it's, it's a it's a hub, it's a multicultural hub. I of it's a it, melting pot of all different sort of one long street and on one long street, which is class for Sunderland, leading Aye. straight into the centre. That that does it for me because yeah. you can get anything you want there. But off it's, a side street, it's like it's like you know bed knobs and broomsticks. Oh, you know when he really. sings that like song, when, Portobello Road. See, I, I don't know what bed knobs and broomsticks are. How where is, man? Is it a How film? Where man? A cartoon? It's a Disney film. Bed knobs and broomsticks. No, it was never like seen it. live action mixed with cartoons. Might have seen it. You've definitely seen it, man. But they get like, it's got Angela Lansbury in oh, from I... Murder She Wrote. Oh no, that's not Angela Lansbury I'm talking about. Are you talking about her uh, American Horror? <laughs> what she got? How did you she, know I was thinking about? I don't know. I don't know. We've spent too long together. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking weird. We've been together too long. It's Angela. Angela somebody or other. Angela. Lansdowne. 
Well, yeah, that's who I thought I was talking Is about. Is it Angela Lansdowne? It's not mine. It's Angela... I don't know. And, can I just say, we may have to pause the recording of this episode momentarily, because does it sound here like somebody's trying to kick me front door? Uh, it definitely 100% does. We're going to pause the recording while I go and see if somebody's actually kicking the front door in. Maybe we'll come back, one of us having been murdered. I always feel like when there's a quick edit like that, when I pause it and then we'll just start again, maybe there should be something we'll put it's in the fine. middle, so it's just like a little trailer, like... Some sort of elevator music, just to make you know that you're waiting. And that we haven't got a clue what's just happened over the last 15 and minutes. And the 15 minute period disappeared, but to you it was just a seamless, alright, we're going to pause it there, alright, we're back. It's like we never paused it. But, it turns out what it was, is uh, it was the locksmith. locksmith. The locksmith. Me front doors had a, had a wobble, snapped some it. So I got a locksmith to come out and put a new mechanism in the door. And he's going to get that sorted for us. What he did point out, which I'm quite pleased about, he was like, oh, these barrels is good. Where'd you get these? I was like, well, I bought them barrels. Mm-hmm. He's like, have you fit these barrels? I was like, I fit those barrels. He's like, ah, good, good luck, that good barrel. You fitted back to front, but you've, you've got a good barrel. He's like, you know this bit that's sticking out here? I was like, yep. He's like, that's supposed to stick out on the inside. People could still snap that. So, like, oh, okay. Thank you, Logsmith. Good job, right. good job. I like it when I, when I spend... That extra bit of money, and then uh, it's appreciated. But mm. I feel you're only going to get the appreciation for a really good barrel from a locksmith. <laughs> the fuck's going to like open never... your front door and go, hmm, mm, good that, barrel. That, that barrel's oh, fucking decent. Like, he gets his barrels from good places. Yeah, I tell you what, you've spent a kind of bit of money on them barrels, lad. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, what sort of world are you going to be living in where you sit and watch the Italians and knock on the door, and it's just the postman. He's like, I had your mail, mate. I was going to put it through your door, but... Them barrel, that yeah. fucking hell, that barrel! Like, I had to knock on and tell you how much I appreciate that barrel. So essentially, I was just talking to a man out in crack safes. Well, potentially. I can't imagine you'd be a pretty. Sh- I'd imagine to be a locksmith, you Great. also have to be a master thief. Because I think at the minute you could be a locksmith just by like I don't know, winging it, like just oh, it's bust that I'm gonna have to break that off. I'm gonna have to fucking smash your full door in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> smash your back doors in. <laughs> I've got some dynamite in the van. I'm gonna take the full front of your house off. <laughs> oh, they're just gonna come again. <sighs> Not much I can do with that. Like. Jesus, you're gonna need a master locksmith for that. <laughs> I wonder how you get into that. It's not a good into locksmithing. I'd imagine it starts. It sounds with, like a uh, good, good job. What do you do? I'm a locksmith. Aye. I'm on call twenty four seven. All the days. All the days. As long as the days, I am a master locksmith. Like, what he said there was, he sometimes gets phone calls from nightclubs and that, at like, silly o'clock in the morning, saying, oh, the safe's locked shut, we'll kind of get in, but we can't leave money in the safe overnight. So he has to go out and, like, it's like, costs double for a nighttime call-out. But then he has to essentially crack the safe. That's amazing. Like, I once thought maybe I had a, a promising career, in locksmithing or being a thief because you know when you go on holiday mm-hmm. and you get them little padlocks that you put on your suitcase oh, aye, aye. I picked one of them I picked a padlock with two air grips nice I watched Seen YouTube the film. I went on YouTube well I saw it in the film but they did it with like one pin oh god I so I went on YouTube fucking Matt Damon gets out a oh, full blown 
Matt Damon, Matt Damon would pick a lot of fucking post-it note in that their born identity but I went on YouTube googled how to pick a lock and some guy taught us how to do it on YouTube and I picked a lock and I thought well this is it this is it this is my career this is the calling this is I'm at a crossroads in my life now do I become old franchise master locksmith or Y2K Black Mamba cat burglar extraordinaire (laughs) (laughs) cat woman man see uh the safe at work, you wouldn't need to pick the lock. We've got like a giant safe at work. It's like it's giant because it's just heavy as fuck. It's not giant as in space because no one's shifting it. Aye. It's kinda the key for it's about four foot long. Nice. And you just bash it in and turn it and then you turn this big handle. It's really cool, like old school safe. Aye. I I dig it. There's a safe in one of the cupboards where I work. Well, I, I don't know what gets kept in it because I've only just moved on to this new team and this new team's got this safe. And it's one of them old school safes. You know where there's a turny bit on the front and uh, you've got to turn like to the right and then you find the number and then you stop on it and then you turn to the left and get the other number. Always wondered how that worked. I, well, I have saw like on films and that where they pick them, they put a stethoscope in like yeah. a doctor and they listen for the click. Weird, how good's it? that? Maybe that's all you need to be a lock picker. A good stethoscope. Good old stethoscope. Invest in a good stethoscope. And you're there, you're picking locks. After spending a bit of time in hospital over the past few weeks, I've noticed, like, do you know when you get a doctor's kit when you were a kid and you get a stethoscope in? Aye. All of them, still, Still to this day, they have nothing on them but a badge and a stethoscope. Stethoscope hanging around the neck. I think Weird. it's part of the uniform. Bizarre. What's up? I'm going to just listen to your breast. <laughs> I'm just going to stick this really cold fucking metal thing on your tit. Is that my bad leg? Oh, because listen. Because listen to that leg. Bend it. Now straighten it. Now bend it. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like you're bending your leg there, man. Yeah. Liam. Sounds like you need an operation in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you need an operation that we're going to push back a year. Uh, I had something since gone. What we were talking about before, we were rudely interrupted by what sounded like a lo- oh, somebody kicking me down. I can't remember what it was. So, moving swiftly on. Do you want to know me discovery this week? Oh. I made a discovery. Is this a local news discovery? Or? And in local news... So I was in Sainsbury's, right? Aye. Normally, I'm an Asda man. That is very much just location-based. Can I just say, as a 32-year-old man, I prefer the goods from Sainsbury's. Oh! However... You got that, you got that good overtime, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have been known to dabble in M&S posh dogs. Oh, God. Have you had a posh dog? No. Right. Are you kidding? My God. What you do is you go to Marks and Spencers, edit that chilled meat. I Marks read. and Spencers? Oh, aye, the Marks and Spencers food court. Aye, but like, I thought you were talking about Sainsbury's. I am, but I've just jumped off track just for a minute. I've Only just... conservative shot with Marks and Spencers <laughs> and Sainsbury's. <laughs> you... Did you vote? I did vote, but I voted Labour, you know this? You know this? So, anyway, went into that uh, Marks and Spencers. Well, I go into that Marks and Spencer's right. and what you do is you look for the posh dogs and what it is is essentially a sausage right. that's longer than your average sausage. Is it a hot dog or a sausage? It's a, a sausage 
right. but as long as a hot dog. Right, I get you. So it's a posh then. hot dog. It's a posh dog. Yeah. But you can't just buy posh dogs. You mm. have to buy the posh dog finger roll, uh, which has been specifically engineered to fit your posh dog right in it. Right. Slips right in. Also, posh dog relish. Oh. You could buy any relish you wanted, really, I'm but... Not. If you're in on the posh dogs and you're in on the posh dog finger buns, you're gonna have to get in on the relish. Didn't it just. I mean, if you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. You know what I mean? Didn't it just be like, right, I'm gonna take posh dogs, posh dog finger buns, and an economy brand relish? (laughs) Who are you? What are you? Do you vote Labour? (laughs) Who do you think you are? Do you even (laughs) MS, bro? (laughs) So I. That's just a little sidetrack for you there, just to try and tell you and our beautiful bastard listeners that if you haven't tried posh dogs, you need to get in on it because they're changing the game. Get some fried onions there. Oh, God. Bit of that that posh dog relish. Bit of ketchup, right? I tend to go for a Marks and Spencer's smoky Texan ketchup. Really? Oh, 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 tell you what, mind. I never veer off. You always just stick to Heinz. Always stick to the Heinz. I mean... I feel like sometimes I get fooled into thinking I'm having Heinz in, like, say, a Weatherspoons or somewhere where they've got them all red ketchup Aye. all full all the time. It's not Heinz. Schneidy fucking. <laughs> they bought that from Farm Foods, man. Oh, I know. And they've just they've got a giant tub of it out the back and they're scooping right. it in. Yeah. Some fat, sweaty man's been out for a snout out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's, he's coming putting in. tab fingers all over your ketchup. Oh, all over your economy God. ketchup with Ugh. his dirty tab fingers. But, oh, uh, he's putting terrible burgers together for <laughs> <with> his fingers. <laughs> just on that, let's just veer off again because I kind of fucking stay on one track. I have heard it, and I don't know if this is to be true, right? But I've heard it said that if you pay one pound for a tin of Irons beans... If you were to pay 27 pence for a tin of economy beans, it's the same beans. Well, somebody said that. More than one person said that to me. And I'm like, no, because school beans, beans, canteen beans is where your 27 pence beans are. And I can taste a difference. Like, beans is a different thing. They taste different. I I think think they've got different sauces. Like, but certain things, I think they are. Like, I don't know, like, Fish fingers, I don't know, as the smart price fish fingers of CMR, and the as the good for you ones, and then bird's eye. If Aye. you if you had them all, they'd taste different. Ah, right in the wood. We haven't just been duped by Martin and no. as the smart price are Tell actually you. the same as as the be good to yourself, whatever it is. One thing we do get duped on is fucking drugs. Um. Cold and flu, paracetamol, right. all that sort of shit. There's a number on the back which is the something P something mm-hmm. number, mm-hmm. which essentially is what it is. The pharmaceutical company has made it, and it's this product. Aye. So you can buy that, or and if you look for the number on a different brand, say like I don't know, you buy in Cavonia cough syrup. Aye. Which is P whatever on the back. Also gives us the shits. And you buy Boots own brand, which it has the same number. It's exactly the yeah. same product. Yeah. Same product. I'd, it blew my mind knowing that. I was like, 
holy shit, yet the price difference is ridiculous. So, if there's anything for our listeners to take away from this, it's if you ever need to buy Cavonia, have a look at the P number on the back, pick up the boots, super drug, what savers, wherever you are buying it, pick up your your economy brand Linktus, check it if it's got the same number on the back, it's the identical product, and they'll both give you the shits. <laughs> and neither of them will do anything for your cough. <laughs> you're essentially buying shit juice. And you're essentially buying a laxative. You pretty much just stop worrying about your cough and start worrying about where the nearest toilet is. Where, where the nearest shitter is. I, d- I don't get the shits off Cavonia. Ah, oh, Cavonia fucking ruins me. Like, uh, I fuck off Siri. Siri just keeps activating on me lately. And I, I don't think I said Dangerous a word that ass. even remotely sounded like the word Siri there. Siri. I think you've got to say, Oi. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Hey. 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 Siri, man, you daft cunt. Hey Siri. There you are. There you go. Fuck off. Well, I never. <laughs> <laughs> you never what? You're live on the podcast, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we before I got off track? Um, I was talking about you, I, were, you were downstairs I talking was, to a doorman. I was talking to the locksmith he hasn't got a name from now on he'll just be the locksmith the, I was talking about Asda and Sainsbury's I like Sainsbury's that was it me discovery this week your discovery so I'm in Sainsbury's because I was near it and I thought well I could just go home have a cuppa and then go to the Asda that's two minutes away oh I'm here I'll, do, I'll get me bits from Sainsbury's I, I prefer you I prefer your goods Mr. Sainsbury Mr. J. Sainsbury Jeremiah Sainsbury Yeah, maybe Jonathan Sainsbury Jolene Jacob Jacob, Mr. Jacob Sainsbury I prefer your goods to I, that of Mr. Was this Associated Dairies No, nah, nah, I knew that for a while My discovery was You know, I like that chicken breast, didn't you? Hi Because I... I, I I do a bit of batch cooting on them chicken breasts. You love the poultry. And I love a bit of poultry. I do a bit of batch cooting on them chicken breasts. I take a chicken breast for work and I have it with Tilda egg fried rice. Unreal, by the way. I've been on that brown rice with quinoa for about six months. And like, if I even look at a packet now, I want to murder somebody. So I up my game. At the cost of what a percent in an increase in salt, I have egg fried rice with my chicken. Ugh. It was far better. So I batch cook that chicken, so I thought I'd get some chicken breast while I'm there. Wanders down the chicken aisle. Now what I found? What'd you get? A bag of chicken breasts. Wait for it. Every single breast was also in its own individual bag within the bag. What? Cooked. Not all raw. It was in a bag within a bag. A a chicken breast, Uh vacuum sealed in this little bag. And then, 15 of them little bags put in a big bag and I buy a bag of chicken breasts so you buy bulk but wrapped individually aye nice unbelievable unbelievable sounds like a lot of extra pattern it's a lot of extra pattern what I do but, I gather all that plastic when I'm finished with it and I run down and I just throw it in the ocean <laughs> I'm just like fuck you climate just hoy it in and somewhere a turtle cries <laughs> just Thrown plastic in the ocean. You're gonna be on one of them videos on Facebook. It's gonna be a, a cod with like fucking plastic chicken breasts 
material all up in itself. <laughs> this is going to be a turtle with a chicken breast packet stuck on its flipper, just like, oh no. Captain Birdseye's going to make a fucking stand and start a revolution. To stop you polluting the ocean. Stop me, all your chicken breast packets in the ocean. That last bit's a lie, I don't throw them in the ocean, I put them in the bin. I'd rather stick them in a landfill where they'll <laughs> never biodegrade and kill the planet otherwise. That was my discovery. Chicken, Chicken breast. breasts within bags within a bag. Um, cause I, I dig I dig packaging. That sounds good mm. because once I've once I've opened that. I don't know six chicken breasts tray. Once you've opened the tray, what, of once you've breasts. opened the tray, you essentially you the, fucked it. You've got two days. They might as well like have AIDS. You're not going to eat them after two days. The they end up smelling. Have you noticed? And I find this is unfair on chicken. How much chicken in both its raw and cooked state smell like farts? I don't. I don't enjoy the smell of raw chicken. Matt, I don't. I also think it gets a bad rep because not. If somebody walks into a room, right, and I've just opened my packed lunch box, mm-hmm. which just has a solitary chicken breast in it, somebody would walk in that room and go, Pa, somebody farted in here. Pa. 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 <laughs> However, nobody ever walks into a room where I've farted and gone, Somebody opened a chicken oh, breast in here. Someone... Somebody opened a lunch box with a chicken breast in it, in here. <laughs> the chicken breast gets a bad rep. That's all I'm saying. It's it's a good source of protein. It's a it's just a tremendous source of protein. And a great way to stay in shape. I've got another story for you, Liam. Uh, do you know what's happened this week? I'm fucking knackered this week. Right? I've been working me balls off this week. Just all the hours. And right. part of us is like, I hate this. Because I enjoy going to work and coming home from work when I'm supposed to I enjoy that I can do that it, uh, it affords me the money I need to have the life I, I've got now I don't like it when work life bleeds into your personal life and me and you can't go to the gym for example because yeah. I'm still sitting at work during our gym time or I come home and I'm too fucked to play on the Playstation or the Xbox or out like that I, I'm too fucked to do anything because I've just I've given me all to work I don't like that. That's that's not what I'm about. It's not what. Like no. just before this podcast, I rocked in minutes before we started recording, late, because of work. Work, fuck you. You know what I mean. So, I wasn't too bad this month because obviously this week because it's A3 and then they dropped a the new Xbox and I was like, well, I'm gonna need to start saving for that bastard. And I thought, well, I've got a kind of bit of overtime money here. I'll just squirrel that away and that'll pay for it. Nice. No worries. But when I'm getting in and I'm getting to bed at like 11 and that so I'm fucked anyway there's these fucking there's a family that live on this street right right over there on the corner over there over there on the corner aye I know other issue on you mean got these kids aye right? so there's time to sit out fucking feral <laughs> the little bastards do you know what they're doing two nights off the trot after 11 o'clock one of them's like nine the other one's probably eight. Furrow. Jumping on bonnets? <laughs> it was a game? After 11... Have you ever heard something hit a bonnet? Something small? And he goes... Badum. Imagine Aye. that as a seven-stone child. It's going to dint. They were, it was a game? They were jumping on the bonnets. It was like... Badum. 
then running up the windscreen and jumping on the roof of the car. Badump. Whose car? Her car? Oh, her own car. Her own car? Oh, well, that's not too bad. But that's the type of family that's going to, if if it's 13 degrees, they're going to be out on the step. Mm. <laughs> they're going to be out there. They're going to want to know everybody's business. They Have they got a dog? Aye, they've got a few little, Aye. little bastard dogs. I feel like they've got dogs that they always shout at. Aye. <laughs> but to me, I'm like... So obviously I'm stand, staring out a window. Yeah, like, because I'm a, I'm a responsible homeowner now. If anything like this happens in the street, I stare out the window intently. I don't do anything about it. I just no. stare and I judge. So I'm standing there staring at these little feral bastards jumping on a car after 11 o'clock. I'm like, you fucking... You've got school in the morning? You should have been in bed at 9 o'clock. Easy. Easy? And then I'm like, if this is loud enough for me to be woken up by it, fucking... On the other side of the street and a few doors down. Where's your ma? <laughs> Where is your mother? Well, you Not only are you not looking after your kids. The entire street is judging you out with a fucking tiny slit in the blinds. <laughs> Judged all. It's summer. That's what it is. Summer brings out the... Uh, feral kids. Feral kids and feral adults, to be honest. I felt like going out and just saying... Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but to be, to be honest... Yeah! Yeah! What the fuck? Uh, to be honest, I'm not confident they wouldn't have said about us. And oh, I would have just had, know. like, kids biting the arteries and that. Well, they're always out, aren't they? I feel wary always. when I park. Because I park the car, sometimes there's not much room in the street and I'll Aye. just chuck it in there and I'm thinking, hmm... My dust caps again, fucking missing here. <laughs> Your dust oh caps are at least you right. Do you fucking windscreen to worry about with them little bastards running about the place? But yeah, I remember when we were younger, there was a, a game of running over cars, I guess. A stranger's cars. A stranger's car miles away from where you live. And I think, what, them days, like, people didn't eat. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we were like four stone. <laughs> Four stone wet through. And just... Lived on the streets. I lived on the mean streets. The only thing you had to be wary of back in them days was a red car anyway. No, in case a pedophile grabbed in you. In case the pedophile? We, Why are pedophiles a, bought red cars? I didn't know. We've had a go with this one on the podcast before, haven't we? Mm. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> a good mate of mine just bought a Saab. A sob? A red sob. He calls it the pedo machine. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid if he's ever got to stop anybody and ask for directions. Oh, no. He's got two young children as well. Which... Oh, if they're in the back. Aye. Nah. Nah. Looks terrible. Looks, Looks really bad. bad. Looks like a costume gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really elaborate fancy dress. What are you? Pedophile. Oh, bloody nice car though. When you sit in it, feels. Oh, it's got them bucket seats, some, some leather interior. It's got a good, good vibe. Not a Saab guy, but mm. once you sit in one, oof. Saab's one of them brands that it's changed over time. Like a lot, like Skoda. Because when we were bands, if you saw somebody with a Skoda, they were poor Skoda and you ridiculed was- them. 
bottom of the run car winners. And then I believe it was like Volkswagen or Audi or somebody bought them and then revitalised the brand. And you've got like the Skoda Octavia now, which literally shits car awards. Uh, the like Octavia, Octavia, Octavia. Octavia. Suppose it depends on your location in the country, doesn't it? What else is there? They've got a couple of Skodas out there, Aye. but standard what car car of the year Aye. sort of shit um, what else is going on what was I going to say well we should probably touch on the fucking election oh god shit I. that's what happened so in my mind if you call for a general election and you are horrifically embarrassed and you lose the majority and you need to partner up with a homophobic, racist, fucking backwards, pretty much Nazi party, if you need a coalition with them fuckers to get the majority, you need to be having a word with yourself. She's off her head, aren't you? She's, she, she's basically, like, winging it. But, like... You kind of wing leading the country. <laughs> no. You got one of the most important jobs in the country, and it's not the sort of thing you can wing. You have the most important job in the country, and you're winging it. It's like, um, like, this is just me, right? I've got no political background at all. If I'd lost my majority and I'd saw my biggest competitor had soared in them fucking polls, right? Soared, and when the final fucking results come out, they were nipping at me heels, and I was like. I need to form a coalition to win. This and you look at who's available to form a coalition with and you're like, right, the only one I can really realistically join with here and absorb is this racist, homophobic, fucking backwater. As, as long as she doesn't need an abortion or to be gay married in the near future. <laughs> she's, sound the one she, she's like, ah, fuck this. I'd probably think, oh, I have forgot myself. Yeah, like, I have forgot... I have forgotten what the end goal is here, and that is running a country and trying to do the best by everyone in the country, not the rich elite. Not it's the not even the rich. It's the like, yeah, she wants to do the best by everyone, and she's thinking about herself at mm-hmm. that point by bringing that in because she just wants to win. Fucking du the dup. Who the fuck are they? Who are they? Other than like. The uh, Democrat Unionist Party of fucking fucking Irish terrorists. <laughs> That's what they are. Like somebody. I don't know enough correct, about somebody it. Somebody correct guess. me if I'm wrong, Harry. But I think it's 2017, the year of our Lord, right? And I think in 2017, gay marriage, pro-choice, uh, fucking racism, all these things. You shouldn't have a party built around the fucking antithesis of what 2017 is about. We've got gay marriage, we've got abortion, we've got women, like, woman's choice. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a step backwards. It is a step backwards. And it worries me that if you absorb this party, they're going to say, all right, all right, all right, we'll come on board. We'll come on board and we'll let you be the leader of the country because we've come on board. But we've got some terms and conditions. This is the crack. Then you've got a bunch of fucking uh, savages, barbarians, just 
making demands that I'm worried she's just going to say yes to just to get them on board. So she's like, well, they have. They've made they've the fucking got deal. a couple of seats, aren't they? Like, <clears throat> 10 seats or 12 or I don't know. But it's, it's bullshit. It's crazy. There's loads of stuff going on in politics right now. It's all upside down. I think she's losing by the minute. Um, t- like recent events with the um, the fire. Jesus, the, that's another one. Another fucking horrific. Her, like what I'm hearing about this fire horrifies me. It's it's just so sad. Like the Grenfell like tower bloody fire in Kensington is like it just. It sums up loads of stuff that's going on in politics and stuff right now. It just brings a lot together, I think, because it's in quite an affluent area and like everyone's like mega loaded. It's for the super rich. It's like some of the most expensive property in the world on planet Earth. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. The, from there, from like the top floor of that, you you're pretty much looking down on the most expensive property in the world. And they've got that. They've got a few. Well, there's a few towers, and it's just insane that I don't know the way it's come about. What I what I grasp from the situation. They've spent a lot of money on what? What did they spend? Ten million pound on cosmetic work. That's pretty much it. I believe that cosmetic work was flagged as a hazard as they were doing it. Apparently so. Corners have been cut. I believe I read that uh, it had been flagged that the uh, sort of access to the building for emergency vehicles wasn't good enough. You couldn't get emergency vehicles around the full building should there be something like this happen. I read one report, and again, this could be bollocks, (laughs) but I read one report that there was gas pipes in the fire escape. That's fucking balmy, isn't it? It's crazy. That's one thing about living in a high-rise building... Like, I, it always scares us, I, I guess. I, I know Scares us a bit. I, it just feels a bit unsafe. <clears throat> but I suppose when you get up there and you're in your flat and it's a totally different world, or if they were uh, not flats and called apartments and sell them for a million quid each, mm. like, it would be a different world. That's the other thing as well. I'd heard that no smoke alarm went off. There was no smoke alarm, so there was no smoke detection. And people were being told to get back in the flat. Yeah, that's. I can. Uh, well, there's. I'll touch on this still. We'll, we'll keep it with this. But I did an exercise today, which was really bizarre. Um, in work, anyway. The flats. Yeah. Apparently, in big blocks of flats like that, a lot of people don't want sprinkler systems and don't want alarms. This is a thing. Um, I don't think people, many people, pick up on it. But if you've got a flat where, like, I don't know how many, like eighty, ninety, hundred, two hundred flats in it, and you want to, do you want a sprinkler system in that when one person burns a toast, the sprinkler system goes off? Some kid makes a fucking fire somewhere. So like, you could get if, the deodorant if something lighter. happens, yeah. If something happens, the sprinkler system goes off for everywhere. Aye. I think some residents vote against it, and I know 
in quite a few places the the massively vote against it uh, and alarms and stuff as well I think individual alarms or floor alarms is different and there needs to be a plan for it but yeah that whole get back in your flat type thing when there's a fire um, today done a weird little exercise this morning um, in work <sighs> bizarre so we had to have a fake lock in like every Friday morning we'll have a fire alarm test yeah centre management come round just like oh is your fire alarm working do you have all your right equipment blah 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 just like yeah you turn the fire alarm on you turn it off that's it Um, this morning was a bit different it was a lock in so if the shop needs to go to lockdown what what are we going to do and how long is it going to take for us obviously we're all the terrorists Incidents going yeah. on and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever had to do this in a in a store. Um, we had to open the shop as normal, and then close it. Like we get a fake phone call saying, "Oh, there's been an incident." Blah blah blah. All this information you need to go into lockdown. So basically, we had to like check the floor, check everything, make sure turn the music off. Um, close all the doors, lock all the doors, um, get the shutters down. It was bizarre. Is this during like normal opening hours? No, it was like before normal opening hours. Oh, but we needed to have enough stuff in to, yeah. to like it's a role play type thing. And was anybody the wizard? There was nobody the wizard. All right, okay, carry on, carry on. I did try and be a terrorist for a bit. <laughs> you role played the terrorist. I gave it, I was you like, right up. I was like, what the fuck? I could, like, we can't have a role play without someone actually running around with a machete. Like, you need it. It's, <laughs> you, no one's going to be scared. It, no. It's, oh, it, was, it was daft anyway. It was just a bit awkward. Everyone was like, Yes, clear the fitting rooms. Clear the floor at the front is clear. It was like it was too fake, and no. I was like, if anyone's running around like that, it takes you two minutes to get the fucking shutter down. I'll be gone. The, no. There's no time for any of that sort of shit. I am not. They wanted us. This is what the plan is to get in the back room, like in the tea room, and like barricade the door. So we've got a water supply. And we've got some sort of food, and barricade yourself in. It's like for fuck's sake, I'm in the bridges. No, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm gonna, it. like I'm out the back door before you even shut the front one. I no. didn't give a fuck. So yeah, that was that was what we had to do this morning. It was all about getting staying safe. It was like no, run and hide type thing. No, get the fuck out, run, run and just keep running. I suppose to play devil's advocate of that, what would you do if you ran into them though? I get uh, see that's what it was it was like no. obviously when in the brief and everyone's saying yeah we need to run and hide and this is in this situation this is what we're going to do and I was like I need it I was like I'm looking after myself fuck you you can hide in the tea room I'm away out of the back door no. <laughs> like what are the chances I'm going to take me chances <laughs> I'm going to go and check the back door's locked <laughs> bye I'm going to take a chance whether to if they're coming in the front, I'm going to go to the front. If they're coming in the back, yeah, I'll be out the front as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that was that. Was that. Little, little story. Little story, little 
unexpected. That would that would initially cause concern for me. I'd be like, well, do you know something? Are you getting us to do this drill because oh. you're being tipped off that there's a that like you, there's a potential terror attack going to happen? Here's here. one. I've got a friend who works in a store in Manchester, and do you know Builder Bear? Builder Bear, the yes, I know Builder Bear. Oh. Builder Bear company. You put tiny hearts in them. I fucking weird, weird. <laughs> anyway, if something like that happens, their staff all link hands. Uh, and create a barrier at the front of the store to protect the customers. <laughs> you fucking you? Bastards. No shit. I'd be fucking running and diving into that fucking big old bucket of fucking fluff. And then Maybe. I'd be trying to make myself a giant bear suit out just of all the Builder Bear stuff. And then I would just flump in the corner as if I was a giant teddy bear. Whilst all the stuff protected you, and got whilst, got, whilst all the stuff got. made a fucking daisy chain of humans for people that were fucking targets, while I just sat in the back like a giant teddy, just like nobody move. So if you ever find yourself in that situation where you need where there's where like, you need protector, on build a bear's a place because uh, get get on down to build a bear. The staff are trained to die first. <laughs> <laughs> the staff will take a knife for you. Fucking horrible bastards. Not build a bear workers. I mean, no. the people who would stab somebody. And the people who were saying, your life is not worth anything, <laughs> seeing I... as you work with build a bear. Hang on a minute, we're paying you minimum wage. You're 100% going to fucking give your life up for somebody else. Jesus, man. So, yeah. Stay safe. I think um, mainstream media's got something to answer for as well for the the Grenfell Tower, Tower fire as what were on day four or something they have still not said how many people's died up until yesterday it was 12 and now they're talking hundreds like into the hundreds fucking hell three figures they're estimated full families and no one's saying anything the the mainstream media still added at 17 this morning 17 confirmed deaths but they're just not saying they're not reporting and it's downplayed that's what I think. It's downplayed because of what's going on in politics, what's going on in that area, right. what's funding, and there's a lot of shit, I think. I did see, did you see the, uh, one of the firefighters who attended the scene? He, uh, he put a tweet out saying, you know it's going to be bad when you have to write your name on your helmet. Yeah. And then the son tweeted him saying, hi, can we use this picture on our website? And he's like, no, not on your fucking shit rag, you cannot. <laughs> I was thinking, you, sir, are a fucking what a legend. Guy. One, you're a firefighter, so you're already a fucking legend. Two, you've told the son that they're a fucking shit rag and they can't use your image. Class. So, fucking unbelievable. I also heard, and I don't Hats know if this off. is true, a journalist from the sun pretended to be a family member to gain access to the hospital yeah. to talk to people over there. Apparently. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? Why? What, what, is it? Is the world that desperate for news so so quickly? You fucking sick twat! Just li- li- people are still looking for the bloody loved ones. People are still discovering that full families are fucking dead, and you are just trying to wean your ways into bloody so you can get front page news. 
hospitals so you can tack pictures of fucking mauled people and that. You sick cunt. Absolute fucking sick. Fuck the sun. And whoever in work keeps buying the sun. I'm gonna find out who you are and I'm <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to death. I'm gonna fucking with smash an that sun all over your face. With an edition of the sun. I, there was a hashtag one there, there was eclipse the sun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To shut the sun down. It needs to be done. It needs like, to be fucking well, shut down. It needs to be the same way the news of the world went. Journalism in general is like, and that's the same company, but it's the same same shit in it. But someone keeps buying it in work, and I go in, and whenever it's on the desk, I put it in the bin. And <laughs> I don't know whether they've read it or not. <laughs> you don't even care. Anymore. I don't care. It's just going in the bin. Put it in the bin, and then I'll pour a yogurt on top just so you can fucking <laughs> read it. I, Absolute shit rag. If you are a journalist working for a fucking dirt rag like the Sun. And Have a word with yourself. You need to ask yourself some questions because if you're willing to fucking trade in your moral integrity for front page news, for a snappy headline and a Column graphic, inches. for a graphic picture and exactly column inches, you need to reevaluate your fucking life. You absolute dirtbag. I mean, we all need to reevaluate our lives. I need to reevaluate my life. I am in a fucking dark place right now. Dark. I think everyone gets in dark places, but I've just been living in a dark house for a long time. <laughs> I can't find a light switch. <laughs> and the You're sun, like one of them mutes. The sun never comes up. You know, like one of them mutes that they found living in a cave, and it just oh maybe it was a fish. It evolved. To it evolved to just have no skin pigment and no eyes because it just I didn't need them. Forget it. That's that's what I feel like sometimes. I, f- I worry some days. The lack of legs I do in the gym. One day my legs is just going to evolve off. Ooh. I'll get out of bed and just leave two withered legs in the bed. Well, for the first time in about a year, I rode my bike to work. Just because we we skipped leg days a few Aye. few weeks, months, months. Speak for yourself. Weeks. <laughs> 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 so I don't need legs I thought oh, what can I do to get a bit of light leg action in there I know I'll ride the what three miles to, to work three miles piece of piss 15-20 minutes easy got on my bike my arse started hurting halfway down Chester Road and immediately I thought, oh, this isn't good Chester, that Chester Road again Chester Road Chester getting a Road. lot of mentions today Um so flies down fine thought I'm not even going to sweat this is how confident I am I'm just going to roll down this fucking massive bank three mile of pretty much just bank <laughs> I'm going to roll down it I'm going to downhill all the way away. oh got to the bottom I swear to god it was, looked like I took a shower halfway down I was sweating <laughs> me tits off and I had to go to work all day so I was like oh god this isn't good anyway finished at 10 o'clock at night um, so I got my lights on and stuff on my bike, so it's fine. So a nice, easy ride home. Nah, that wasn't the case. Apparently, once you go down a bank, you have to come back up the cut. <laughs> Fucking, that's some long-ass bank, that. Right. I'm in the top gear. It's three miles of bank, is what that is. Pedaling. Gun anywhere, you know? <laughs> when your legs are spinning around so fast, the bike's just staying still. Right. So, yeah, I say I, I don't remember happened. the last time I was on a bike. So, not be doing that again in a hurry. Matt. My arse feels like I've gone 12 rounds with that purple emoji 
<laughs> the uh, fucking eggplant or whatever. It's like an it eggplant, is. though. Uh, um. So yeah, that. What else? I've got some more local news. If you want that. And in local news, everybody's got hair fever. <laughs> It's massive this year. Like hair fever's oh, the, I think the, it's, it's the in thing this it's, year. Isn't it? It's it's the new depression. I think. <laughs> What's the matter? Oh, hair fever. Well, you've never had it before, and now you're 32, and now you've got hair fever again. Turned hair fever on. Just turned it on. Just turned on like that last migraine yard. <laughs> what what the fuck's wrong with you? If I had oh. a quid for every time I'd heard the word antihistamine in the past two weeks, I'd be fucking lauded. Unbelievable. Feel genuinely sorry for anyone who's got like hair fever. Being allergic to fucking pollen is Aye. a pretty shitty place. And I've seen some extremes. But, I mean... There was a lad who used it, to live round next to me, Ma. Again, I don't mention any names. Him and my cousin... Are two people I've seen people get hair fever before and get bunged up runny nose watery eyes there was a lad who lived next to me Mark, and my cousin whose eyes disappear it's crazy due to hair fever they just they get like just puffy like not like puff daddy not like diddy not puffy not no, Sean no. Combs I mean puffy the whole eyelids top and bottom swell and shut the eyes and I just think, what are you going to do in that situation? What? Have a shower? I don't know what you do. Do you like, wash the pollen off? Wash your pollen out of your eyeballs. Do you wash the... Oh. Hermetically seal yourself? I thought, like, I don't know, when we were, used to, when we were younger, I used to use it as an excuse so I didn't have to have grass fights. <laughs> oh, I've got air fever. No, wait, no. don't put it with a single blade. I'm not allowed to get wet. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sort of shit I'd pull out, but I didn't even know what hair fever was. Eh? Ah. Ah. But uh, I apparently like loads of people are getting it. Ah, like it's, it's big this year. Like it's the uh, it's it's the it's, hot thing. It's the in disease. It's the it's the tr- it's the trendy disease. Oh, what's wrong with you? You look a bit tired. Oh, it's the hair fever. It's that hair fever. That hair fever's got us on it. Hair fever. Oh, bloody sick of that pollen count. My eyes feel like Puff Daddy. <laughs> I tell you what we'll do before we wrap this up, Liam. <clears throat> I know we normally do a hashtag what you're drinking at the start of the episode. Aye. <clears throat> We've had another recommendation for hashtag what you're drinking. Right. And it was a Jack Daniels cider. Oh. Oh. Now, can I just say the rules of what you're drinking? We didn't set we any never rules. Never set any rules. So we'll. However. Let's let's touch on this now. It can only be a craft beer. Because, one, I can't drink cider. Because it made us vomit a lot when I first discovered alcohol. And you only had like a quid. So you used to buy a bottle of three hammers. Oh, aye. And then if you've had enough change between you. You got a bottle of white lightning. And you got a bottle of juicy blackcurrant. And you made some sort of diesel or snake bite or whatever it's called. And... Piss. You vomited a lot. Just pure vomit. Just pure acidic vomit. Horrible. Do you remember that time? Remember that time I ended up in the middle of a market? <laughs> Off me face. Come on, are we going to do Let's get that one out. It was like, would. Wait, do we talk about the. <clears throat> the we'll do the build up. We'll do the build up. So we arranged that um, 
would would have a D on the drink. Bear in mind we were fifteen. <laughs> Bear in mind we were fifteen when we were children. We were kids, we were kids, Aye. and we're like, right, we'll get up at eight o'clock. It was a day off school, right? We'll get up inset day type thing. I teacher training day. We'll get up eight o'clock, and we'll just start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning. Cider. We bought the night before. We bought this something is- like. 12 litre bottles of cider and hid them in a bush the (laughs) night before. I remember hiding some under a plank of wood, Uh like under a board that had been left there. You Uh know when you lift it up and the the grass is yellow and there's just loads of (laughs) slugs slugs and fucking wood lice (laughs) and fucking toad hibernating under there. Just loads of shit. So we hid 12 bottles of cider (laughs) in the great outdoors. Right. (laughs) Got up, 8 o'clock in the morning, the lads all converged, we went hard on this cider. At 8 o'clock in the morning, before none of us had breakfast, Nutrigrain bars weren't a thing at this time, we'd gone hard on this fucking white lightning at 8 o'clock in the morning, everybody was fucking chemist. Absolutely plastered. I think we were working our way to the town. We were going to walk through, there's a series of parks... That late to the town. So you can just park to park to park and then you find yourself in the town centre. And we were just going to drink through these three or four parks. One lad got carried away and done three litres and passed out in a subway. Not the shop subway, an actual subway. <laughs> passed out and had started being sick everywhere. One of the girls we were with panicked and rang an ambulance. So... We're all trying to pick them up. Like, oh, yeah, mate, get up, get up. You're not even that drunk, man. You've only had three litres of cider <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning. P- trying to pick, trying to drag him up, and he's just covered in his own sick. And then the blue lights flashed, and we're like, ah, it's the coppers, man. It's the police. So we just fucking scarred. We ran. Left a Left friend. Left a friend with these two girls. Do you think he was safe? He was with somebody. He was with the girls. And we knew the poor poor were on the way, so he was he wasn't in trouble. He was alright, he was gonna live. <laughs> uh, we hoped. So we bolted. Ends up in the town. I don't remember how the fuck we got there. I just remember being standing in the middle of a place called Jackie White's Market. <laughs> right? And Jackie White's Market is like is the place you go when you want to buy Anything that's not expensive. Uh, some out-of-date Easter eggs out in August. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of place you buy... You get you find six bottles of Pepsi for a quid, but the, they're like, they've got an off-colour. They've got any labels on. Aye, uh, they've got it any labels on. might not be Pepsi. The sales are all broken, but you get six for a quid. Aye. Uh, so, I come to, in the middle of Jatty White's Market, trying to sell... A handful of Game Boy games <laughs> and this little fucking stall in the middle of his mind. He's like, oh, what are you selling, mate? I was like, well, I've got all these Game Boy games. Where the fuck I got these from? I don't remember leaving the house with them. So I was selling these Game Boy games to, for McDonald's money, maybe. And I just thought, bye, I feel mighty sick here. I think there's a whitey coming on here. There's a fucking absolute vomit coming on here. So I stumbled me over to a bin just in the middle of the market thinking if I'm going to be sick I don't want to be sick on the floor oh I'll be sick God. in the bin. I remember this so clearly. Like so... I remember this like it was fucking yesterday. I've got sketchy memories of it. I swear to God. I was fucking hammered. 
But I remember leaning on this post and the bin was in front of it. And I was getting them horrible deep breaths that come before you're sick. And I just glanced up and I didn't realise where I was. And there was a chippy, a fish and chip stall in the middle of this market. And there was just people sitting all around us eating fish and chips. And they were staring at us. And they were all staring at us. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be sitting here and they're eating. So I had to start shouting at people and I was like, look away! Look away! You don't need to see what's about to happen! Which drew more attention to myself. Like, I remember seeing, like, I don't know, like, a morbidly obese family sitting there just (laughs) all, like, tucking into the chips and stuff, looking at you. And you, like, had your hand on this pole and you were just, like, sort of shaking your head and just, at one point, I think... You'd stopped like saying look away, and you you were just like sort of shooing them. You had like one hand on the ball, <laughs> and you were like shoo shoo shoo, <laughs> these people away so they wouldn't look at you. But there was still like everyone was just oh, sitting there staring, and it was busy as fuck. It was really fucking busy, and I think the more I shouted for people to not look at us, don't you look at me? <laughs> I drew to attention like what's up, what's going on over here, honey? I don't know. Let's put these Easter eggs down and go take a look. So I just had gathered a crowd by screaming, and then I just fucking power vomited in this bin. Just like it was like a fucking fireman's horse. Like my legs started flailing about behind. It was like it was like someone green screened it in. It was like bah. Like I remember in a, vividly, a perfect tunnel of sick. <laughs> it was a perfect cylinder of sick ejecting from my face, and I remember thinking, one, I haven't breathed in a while because there's that much sick coming out of us, and two, is this bin filling up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was fucking crazy days, oh, crazy days. God. So that's why we don't drink cider in the hashtag what you're drinking. But. Like, seeing as though we didn't put that forward, if I can come across this... Jack Daniel Cider. Jack Daniel Cider. I've never even seen it before. Ah. But um, I'm going to go for a, a hunt for it for this week, so we're going to have a test. Well, I'm happy with a cider. I'll have a test. I'll taste... I'll dig a cider. I'll have a taste of the Jack Daniel Cider. You I can just can't craft, drink a lot of it. You can get craft ciders. I'm just worried that every time a drop of cider hits my insides, it feels like it's tunnelling a hole through us. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give it a go. I like Jack Daniel's barbecue sauce on my burger and my steak. I'm not a huge on Jack Daniel's meat. fan in general. Do you know what it is, right? I went, I know we've skated straight past where we normally do, but we're on a roll here. But I remember taking a holiday to Poland. I just wanted to see Poland. Oh, I obviously. I wanted to do a bit of time in Eastern Europe. I'd done the Czech Republic. I, I thought, I, I like Czech Republic. I'd done Prague. I like Prague. I was going to do Poland. I was going to do Krakow. Or Krakow. I don't know how the fuck we pronounce it. So I was like, I'm going to do that. Took a kind of bit of money with us. And when I, when I got there, I realised I could not spend my money. Nice. Everything was so cheap. I was eating at the finest restaurants. I was buying all the finest shit I could for no reason, just because it was there. I think that's where I bought that Joker mask. And Cost your nose. I, I was like, I've got all this fucking money left. I was like, I'm going to go and blow it on booze and just smuggle booze home. So I went into the shop and I bought a fucking big bottle of Gentleman Jack. Oh, yeah. Right? Posh Jack. Dude. Like for about four quid. <laughs> Literally about four quid. And when, they, uh, when it's still sitting there unopened. I like a Jack D Tennessee honey 
over ice, just Tennessee honey not, on ice. I kind of get away with whiskies and whiskey type things. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should try and get into that. Maybe it's an age thing. I need to mm. like sort of ease myself into it. I remember being in the whiskey shop with a woman who worked there. She was probably a year older than me. Total fucking hipster. Total hipster. Mm. She like, but she was inviting in her hipsterness, mm-hmm. and she knew everything there was to know about whiskies, right? So she stood talking to us, and she had this little tray with shots of whiskey on it, and she was telling us about subtle notes and how it was fucking made, and the casks, and what happens during the fucking aging process with the cask. And I just thought, like, you have got a passion for whiskey that exceeds you actually working in the whiskey shop. Like, you should be doing something else with your whiskey knowledge than just trying to get people to, and baffle them with your whiskey knowledge. And she was standing there talking and talking and talking. And I'd, I got a bit bored of it by the end. I was like, oh, I'm on here to buy it for my granddaughter. So I picked the little shot up and she was like, what you want to do is just let that little bit first hit your tongue and just savour that. And I just went, boosh! Straight <laughs> <laughs> down in one, this fucking whiskey shot. Oh, you should have seen her face. She was like, well, you've ruined that. You've burnt your taste buds. You've ruined it. You're just going to be breathing hot for fucking for about ten minutes now. I was like... Well, <laughs> I'm in a whiskey shop. I'm in a fucking whiskey shop. And you, it all you, tastes the same. I don't even fucking like it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it. I made it for my granddaughter. I mean, do I maybe? I can't remember who it was. But... Uh, Aye, the whiskey oh. shop. But we need to come up with an occasion, and maybe it'll be the year anniversary of the happy accident, or maybe it'll when we like hit a decent milestone, like the first time an episode gets a thousand downloads. Let's do it. Let's Love crack it. up and that gentleman Jack for what you're drinking, and then just see how fucking. When we hit a million listens, one million listens, we're gonna drink an entire bottle of gentleman <laughs> <Okay>. Jack. <laughs> we're gonna kill ourselves. <laughs> gentleman <laughs> shoot. Perfect cylinders of vomit, like fireworks. <laughs> fucking tremendous. Shall we? Uh, shall we wrap this up now, Liam? Aye. Let's, let's fucking wrap this up. Do you want to do the housekeeping? Um. Not stop. I remember the last time we did housekeeping. It was fucking horrible. I'll do the housekeeping. Boys and girls, <laughs> this has been the first and last episode forty-seven of the Happy Accident Podcast. If you've enjoyed what's happened day to day, would very much appreciate it if you jump on that there iTunes, give us a search, subscribe. Maybe leave a cheeky review. Well, have you seen how complicated it is to leave a review? It's quite easy on the podcast app. Right. Well, I found it quite difficult. Did you? Yes. If you're subscribed, it's hard. You need to go back in and search for it. Search it. Then look for, like, the reviews bit and then leave a review. Leave a review. So, yeah, I think that's a problem. Possibly problematic. It's not easy. It's not easy. And thanks to those who's already done it. Already done it, because there's a few. There's a few there. Oh, we've got a few. We've got a few, you beautiful bastards. I don't know why. I still haven't figured that out. We're just two northern men just trying to make sense of a nonsensical world in the only way we know how, by drinking craft beers and talking shit. It's essentially what we're doing. Welcome to the Happy Accident Podcast. That's what it is. That's what we're all about. We'll be here every week. Come rain or bloody shine, unless I've got to play golf or something. I don't know. Mm. Stuff. We are on Twitter at Happy Accident PC. We do have a Facebook page, which we never do anything with, but it's there for the future. Just future proof on that motherfucker. Um, I've been old franchise. That there's been Liam. It certainly has. 
and uh, thanks for listening by thanks the way thanks for listening thanks for listening and I'm, I mean I'll let you sign off with your normal sentiment because it just seems to be seems to be your thing really well just be nice yeah just everyone be nice just be nice do do that good little kindness act one tiny get, act of kindness get one in there squeeze one in you'll feel better for it thumb one in <laughs> thumb a good act in thumb a good act in be nice Boys and girls, until next time. Later. Ciao.